0: Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Etchley. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. This afternoon we were here to watch the Passion of the Christ. It's quite an interesting um, depiction of what happened on the cross. For your information they could not depict appropriately or totally or accurately what actually happened to Jesus. So if you thought what they did was so bad and was so cruel, the actual thing was worse than that because Isaiah chapter 53 makes us to understand that there was no beauty in him for us to desire him. In other words, he was He was kind of beaten and he became shapeless. When you see him, it would be hard to recognize that this is a human being. Okay, so... Uh, Hollywood could not um, accurately depict that. So they did their best. So many people think that, no, oh, this is too much. How can, and most of us, the question we ask is, but why should God allow this? It's because of you and I. Mm. All right. God allowed that so that there will be grounds for your healing. But God can do everything. Why doesn't he just he just heal? Because of our sins, the Bible says that his hands cannot reach us. So for him to be able to do something in our lives, he must pardon our sins. But somebody must pay for the penalty of your sins. So he came to do that so you and I can be free, can go free. So as I told you yesterday and those of you who watched it today, you saw that on the cross, the first thing he says, Father, forgive them. For he didn't hold anything against anybody, because he chose to die. He was not forced to die. He chose to die hallelujah and we thank God for the cross Um, today as I said healing say healing Healing. I'm going to talk about divine healing divine healing say divine divine healing why why do we talk about divine you see there are religious people who have this wrong ideas about God there are religious people who think that God is almighty, so he can just do anything at will. He just can do it. If he wants to do it, he will do it. No, it's not, it's not so. God is almighty, but he's a God of justice. So why would he, if somebody is so mighty, he just come? For instance, I suppose, I believe that all, some of the confusion that is going on in places like Iraq, okay, also oh, I said Iraq, um, Syria um i'm sure if uk alone gets involved they will, they will just deal with um what we see as the um abuse of people or uh, the government attacking their own people america america is very powerful but why wouldn't they do it it's not right you can't just get into somebody's house because somebody is disciplining his child you get into the house and begin to beat the man why are you beating your wife or what you can't do the police will arrest you first Right? So it's not justice. So God cannot just get involved and do anything. There must be grounds for his involvement. That is why every one of us, this Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave that whosoever believes should not perish. So the whole thing is about in the hands of whosoever. He, 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 he gives it back into our hands that whosoever wants me to intervene, then he can own up and he can invite me. Then I can come. Right? So God had to do that to spare you and I. In the same way, healing. Healing, if God is going to manifest his healing power up outside of the natural processes he has put in place for us to be healed. See, God is so good. When he created the heavens and the earth, he put in all kinds of things. There, there, there are laws that causes life to run. All right? So he, he puts into effect um, herbs and all kinds of things that if after the, even after the, for once you fall sick, there are processes you can be healed without even inviting any spirit. So you can have healing without necessarily engaging spirit, the spirit. Other than that, many people will die. Some of us wouldn't have been, even been alive to be born again. Because if it takes only spirit to heal people, then people will really die. And most of us wouldn't have been born again because you fell in so bad, but thank God for doctors. <laughs> I'm, t- I mean, I'm talking about doctors. I mean... Thank God for doctors who practice medicine. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, but then God has a way of, a miracle is, watch this, the definition of a miracle is the supernatural intervention in the natural course of happenings. All right, so the natural way things, if you leave things to go naturally, some of us will never get healed. Because it's not every sickness that medicine can heal. Because people get ill and die. Okay? I mean, just recently, uh, Hugo Chavez died. He has money. But they couldn't heal him. He died. Okay? So it's not every sickness medicine can do. Some of it, medicine just contains. But it, it slows down. But it doesn't take it away. But thank God, the Bible says that God takes away sickness from our midst. He didn't say amen. amen. So, now how do you engage the hand? I'm going to talk about how you have to, how to engage God's hand, how to engage the supernatural in order to take a healing.
1: All right.
0: But before we do that, I want to explain, I want us to understand that God is a healer. Say, God is a healer. Amen. In Exodus chapter, chapter 15, verse 26, okay, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. The last bit, he says that I am, for I am the Lord who does what? Let's read it together. The last bit. Some of you are not reading it. Who Who does what? Oh, okay, so God can heal. And God does heals. Okay, so he said, I heal you. I am the one, the Lord who heals you. The next text I want you to realize, to look at is Psalm 103, 103 verse 3. It says, who forgives all your iniquities and that's what? Yes. For the purposes of reading it within context, for people to know the who is not talking about David or neither, is he talking about a bishop or a pastor? Let's find out who the who is, who the who is talking about. Verse 1, it says that, bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless who? Bless. the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all who... Uh, sorry and bless his holy name um, and bless the lord oh my soul and forget not what all his benefits then he goes on who heals you That begin to enumerate the, the benefits who heals uh, who forgives all your iniquities heals all your diseases puts food on your table renews your youth. for the verse for it. it begins to enumerate the things that god does but here we, f- we can find out that it's god he heals what all diseases all right, so God say, God is a healer. God is a healer. Say, God, my healer. God is my healer. Say it again. God is, my God is my healer. So He heals all diseases. How many? How many diseases does he, uh, oh. he 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 heals? All diseases. Okay. Remember that, including AIDS. Anything that is a disease, God heals all diseases. He's able to do that, and He does it. All right. So if God heals all diseases, it's minus your own. Your own, if you have a disease or illness, your own is part of the one's God heals. Yeah. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Say amen. Yeah. Say amen. Yeah. Now, the third thing I want you to realize is Exodus chapter 23, sorry, yeah, 23 verse 25. That scripture is so powerful. You shall, you, Exodus chapter 23 verse 25. You, let's all read it together. Let's go. Very, I, I want you to read it out loud, okay? Let's go your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sicknesses away from the midst of you. Did you see that? Okay, so he says that, what are we supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? He said, when you do that, when you serve him, what what will he do? He will bless your bread and your water. Food poison will not be your portion. Yeah. You, you won't eat something and it will cause you harm. Yeah. Because your food is blessed. Yeah. It doesn't matter your, uh, uh, the money you may have or you don't have. Okay? You may not be able to afford the food that certain people can afford. But you eat it and you get even more. Your body will get more nourishment from what you are eating than others are spending money on. Because what do you know why? Because he said that I will bless your food. Think about it. No, I was reading the other time, it hit my spirit. Because I think we read this scripture on Monday or Tuesday. It hit my spirit so much, and I realized that. Anytime I sit at food at table to eat, I just have to say, God, you said you bless my food and you bless my drink. I declare it blessed. Amen. He said it. Go back to his word. Bless the food and eat it. Okay. To the extent that Paul, Paul said that don't let anybody bother you about what you eat or what you drink because some people say you are supposed to eat pork. Others said. But the point is that it doesn't. Matter, it does not matter your your spirituality. What you eat does not affect your spirit. The kind of food you eat does not spoil your spirituality. Okay? Religion tells you if you eat this, if you don't have to eat it, you don't. But Paul says that God has created all this in 2 Timothy chapter 2, sorry, chapter 4, I think verse 4, somewhere there, or verse 3. God has created all this, giving it to us that once it is received with thanksgiving, okay? So we are supposed to receive it with thanksgiving and prayer. And he's blessed. You receive? So he said, if you serve the Lord, he said, you shall serve the Lord. And, uh, okay, so then, if, if I, I, he said, if you want this thing to, to fall, push it and it will fall. Push it and it will fall. So if I want it to fall, what do I do? Push it. Now, and I, can you imagine, I'm not pushing it, but I'm expecting it to fall. Meanwhile, I've been told, if you want it to fall, push it. And I'm expecting it to fall, but yet I'm not pushing it. If you want, if you want to be able to change your gear, just step on the clutch. <laughs> That's okay, because <laughs> I know it's on drive uh, automatic, so you know. So, so, so you understand? Or if you want the car to move faster, just step on the accelerator. You are not stepping on the accelerator because you are a biker. You've been riding bicycle for so long. So you sit in the car and you want to. Use the steering. No, it, it won't work. It, it will not work because for the car to move faster, you need to engage the accelerator. In the same time, he says that you will serve the Lord and he will bless your food. Remember, church, remember that if you, ask, if you serve God, your, food is, yeah, yeah. your food, is Say, food is blessed. Say, my food is blessed. Say, my food is blessed. And my drink is blessed. So he said, you shall serve the Lord and he shall bless your food and your drink. Alright, so when, when you serve God, he blesses your food. He blesses your drink. But th- not just that, watch this church. And he said, and I will take away, God said he himself, he will be responsible for removing it. He said, and I will take away sicknesses from amongst you. Yes. On what grounds? Seven. Who does the taking away? God. Yes. Alright, and so we have established that God heals sicknesses. He heals all diseases and he takes away sicknesses, all sicknesses. Do you understand that? Very important. So now, on what grounds? Now, in these times, on, on what grounds are you going to go to God and say that, God, I'm claiming it? On what grounds? I want to give you only two. The first one is just what I've said. Serving God entitles you to blessings. Serving God entitles you to blessings. Let's say that together. Seven. Personalize it, says, serving God entitles me to blessing. Serving God entitles me to blessing. That is why I believe that anyone who gets very much engaged in God's work will not break down in, in your health. Amen. You will just e- easily be sick, unless, of course, there are issues that you have to sort out of which you don't do. it. But if you serve God well, your health will be well. Amen. Say amen. Amen. And so then when you serve God, it entitles you. That your service to God entitles you to for his blessings. And not just the bless when he blesses your food and your your water, he takes away sicknesses from our midst. So what entitles you to healing or sickness be taken away from our midst is service. Say service. service. Say service. So you should be, you be able to, you, be, you will be able to come to God and say, God, I save you. I'm a true worshiper. I cannot be sick. I cannot say, stay sick. Why? Because I'm a true worshiper. I'm a true, it's your worship. Your worship that, aye, 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 aye. It's your worship that entitles you to his deliverance. Your genuine worship. When God sent Moses, he said, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may worship me on the mountain. And so it's your, your worship, to, your, your heart of worship that entitles you to deliverance from Pharaoh. Say in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. As, I worship, As I worship, I am delivered. I am delivered. Hallelujah. Number two. Ah, I like this one. On what grounds? Number two, Isaiah chapter fifty-three, verse five. Wow! You know the Jews? When you read, um, I think Second Corinthians chapter 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 eleven, the last verse somewhere towards the end, somewhere there, Paul talks about how he has suffered so many things, and he says that I have been beaten by the um, by the Jews, I've received 39, uh, no, 40 minus 1 stripes. Because it was customary of the Jews that if they are going to punish you and flog you, they, have num- they, they don't flog you based on the pain you, you endure, they flog you based on the stripes they give you. They whip you. Okay, they whip you. And 39 stripes. But the Romans don't do it that way. Romans focus on the affliction. The affliction, how they will afflict your body. So they are not counting. It's not, it's just, they're just any, just give you, if you saw what was depicted in the movie, they, they just whipped him so bad. But what? I thought you said he came to die. Why must he be whipped? Because he, Jesus said himself, he said that I have, I'll go and the Jews will kill me. And I'm going to die. He said, for this purpose have I come to this hour. Glorify thy name, O Lord. And Peter said, no, you can't die. He said, you, you get behind me, Satan. But if, because you, you, are not, you are not looking for the purpose of the things of God, but the things of men. And so Jesus', Jesus purpose was to die. Now, now, if you're going to die, then why should they whip you? In the first place, if you follow the, the story very carefully, do you, know, do you know why he was whipped? Not spiritually, but a natural reason, the physical reason why he was whipped. Because Pontius Pilate did not want to crucify him. So he thought if they whip him so bad, the guys will be at peace. And he said, okay, that's okay, let him go. So he, that's why he sent him to the soldiers. He said, okay, this guy has broken your law. Let, you let, let, me, let me beat him. Let me get the soldiers to whip him so bad. And they went they, so he told the soldiers, whip him but make sure he does not die. Don't beat him to kill him, because you are not supposed to kill him. Because the soldiers were trained to whip to, to death. All right, so they beat him, they brought him back, and he said, now, what should I do with this man? They didn't finish saying, they said, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. They said, why is he, your, is he your king? What has he done? He hasn't done anything wrong. And they said, no, he makes himself God. And then they, they said that Pharaoh, he said, I can't kill him. I don't want to kill him. And then they said, if you don't kill him, you are an enemy. You are not a friend of Caesar. No. <laughs> so they pulled out a big political card, which really was a threat. Because politicians don't joke with votes <laughs> and position. So when they pulled the card, they said, no, 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 no. <laughs> now, that is why he acquiesced to their de- desires. He, he didn't want to bury He just did it because he was afraid of the mob. And they're afraid of his position. So that's why he got him whipped. So, in the first place, if he, he didn't have, he, he shouldn't have got him whipped. He would have said, okay, go and kill him. But he needed to be whipped. Jesus needed to be whipped. Because if they don't whip him, he won't have stripes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had to whip him so you can have stripes. Isaiah chapter fifty-three verse five. We saw this today, and this is what happened on the cross. He was, he was he wounded. Was he wounded? Did you see the wounds? He was wounded for our transgressions, the bad things that we have done. He was wounded for it. He, now, now this was written two thousand years before Jesus showed up on the scene. Two thousand years, but the Spirit of God was indicating this is how, that, that was going to happen. He was wounded for our transgression; he was bruised. Did you see bruised? Did you see him being bruised? It was so bad. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement now—that word chastisement is punishment. So the punishment for our peace was upon him. Now. For if I owe you money and you want to, you want to trouble me or send bailiff to my house, God forbid, you know what I'm talking about. For the bailiff to stop troubling me, what do I do? just pay that I can have my peace? Now, so you have to pay something so that if you are guilty, you have to pay so that you can have your peace. Now, Bible says that the payment for our peace, the punishment for us to have our peace, the chastisement for our peace was upon him. So hallelujah. hallelujah. The chastisement, the afflictions for our peace was upon him. And he finishes that by saying, and let's read that part together, let's read that loud. And by his stripes we are. One more time. And by his stripes we are new. I want you to just read it out loud. And by his stripes we are here. Lift up your right hand and say it loud. Now, as you do that, see yourself walking in healing. Lift up your right hand and say it again. We are healed. Hallelujah. We are healed because of His stripes. That's stripes. The stripes. Every stripe that He received was your healing. Now, He has already received it, so why should you also keep the sickness? By his stripes we were healed. In the book of First uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 24, Bible says, First Peter 2, 24, Bible said, he himself, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that's the cross, okay, on the tree, that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. Now, watch this. This is quite interesting. He was talking about death on the cross and sins. When you look at the text, he said, God, Jesus himself bore our sins in his body. Why? So that we, having died to sin, might live unto righteousness. That's actually, then he adds it, by whose stripes we were healed. So, watch this. Forgiveness of sin goes with healing of our bodies. You can choose to take one, which is the main one, forgiveness, and trivialize the other one. But if I were you, I would take both. I would take one and know that because I've taken this one, this one follows automatically. It follows automatically. He, he said that who forgives your, Psalm, 11, Psalm 103 verse 3, who forgives your iniquities and heals. It goes together. He forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. He forgives all iniquities, and he is all, it goes together. So the Bible says that he bore our sins in his body. Then he said, by whose stripes we are healed. So then, watch this. As a believer, you must know that there's grounds for your healing. Amen. What's the ground? Yes. By his stripes you are healed, and you, are true, you, are, you serve God. You are true worship, because he says, serve me, and I'll take. So there are two things working for you. Even if you take only one, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. Say, by His tries I'm, I'm healed. Say it again. Christ, Christ, I'm healed. All right, quickly. I want to talk about so. So, okay, now, Pastor, you said that. Uh, how do I receive divine healing? Then, because if you are saying that, how does it happen? I want to give you five points. Number one, divine healing happens through one of the one of the means. How divine healing happens is through the laying on of hands, laying on of hands, say laying on of hands. On of hands. Or at best, I would actually prefer as uh, say through contacts. Say contacts. contacts. You know, there are sometimes there are certain sicknesses you can you can contract the sicknesses through contact with someone who has got that illness. Okay? Contact, say contact. Sometimes, maybe it may not even be direct contact. It can be indirect contact. The person has the sickness, and then maybe he had flu, and then sneezed into a handkerchief, and then you took it, and you were wiping your face. with it later on. <laughs> you, you know, you know, and I'm talking about sneeze. Oh, should I should tell you something else. So a person has got a, 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 a HIV or something, and then he shaved, got cut. And the blood, you didn't know you go and take the blade. Now you didn't have direct contact with the person, but because blade has had contact with that person, and you also had a contact with the blade, it affected you. Things in the spirit also can work like that. All right. Now number one contact: contact with fault, contact with the servant of God. Healing comes through. Contact with a servant. So that's why we have sometimes, we have healing evangelists, we have men of God, we have servants of God. Bible says, is anyone amongst you sick? In the book of James, chapter 5, verse 14, is anyone amongst you sick? Let them call the elders of the church. All right? So contact with a a, a person, a figure who is in authority, spiritual authority, or who carries an anointing for a certain function, or contact with a born-again believer. Because it says that they shall lay their hands on the sick. In Mark chapter 16, verse 18, the believers shall lay their hands on the sick. And they, it says, when, if they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. Okay, so the sick recover when people come, certain believers come into contact with them. It's very important. Now, Jesus himself in the book of, in the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 40, let's look at that. Luke chapter 4 verse 40. Bible says that when the sun was was setting, all those who who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him to Jesus, okay? And what did he do? He laid his hands on every one of them and they, and healed them. So how were they healed? Through the laying on of the hands of Jesus Christ. Okay, so healing comes through laying on of hands or contact. That's having a contact with a servant of God. And then secondly, in the book of Acts chapter 8, verse 28. Acts chapter, sorry, Acts chapter 28, verse 8. Just look at that quickly. Acts chapter 28, verse 8. Bible talks about how, and it happened that, that, it happened that the feather, the, 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 sorry, the father of, Pablius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed, and he did what? Yeah. Laid his hands on him and healed him. How did he heal him? He laid his hands on him. All right, so the even apostle Paul healed by laying his hands on somebody. Jesus did that by in six, in Mark chapter 6, verse 5. That's a very interesting text. That's what Bible talks about. He couldn't do many miracles. Now, he could not do it, 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 now he could do no mighty works there in his, his home time because they, they, they didn't honor him, okay? Except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. That was the, even the least he could do. <laughs> so he said healing of the sick is not a, ma- a major thing. Bible he couldn't do, he could do no mighty works. But I said just lay hands on a few. So it's sick, it's sickness, healing the sick is not mighty, it's small. Oh, you don't believe it? Bible says, everywhere he went, or how Jesus, God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing. So where he got there, where he got to healing, got there. He went about healing. Okay. And so servants of God, there are several uh, texts uh, I can show you in the scriptures where people got to places, they laid their hand. Actually, even Paul, when he got blind, because he was persecuted the Christians before he got saved, he was blind. But Bible says God sent Ananias in Acts chapter nine, verse seventeen, somewhere there, yeah. Verse 17, Ananias laid hands on him and he opened he received his sight. And there's several instances where Jesus Christ went to places, Peter went to places and they healed the sick. All right. And so one of the ways that we we get healed through contacts is by servants of God or people of God coming into contact with a sick person. So that is why anywhere you find yourself, in your house, wherever you see somebody who is sick and you are a believer, you can pray with them. You don't need a special agent. You can pray with them and they will be healed amen that's what jesus said say amen. amen bible says that in acts chapter 3 verse 4 to 6 they were entering the temple talking about peter and john and there was a, a man crippled and he was asking for money he's been sitting there for all his life because he's been crippled all his life he was asking for money and they told him that hey guy look out look on us and the bible says the guy lifted his eyes verse 4 and started looking fixed his eyes on them thinking they were going to give him some money Okay, and fixing his eye on them, Peter and John said, look look at us, go to the next verse. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. He was thinking of money, because he was begging for money. Then Peter said, as for money, we don't have some to give you now. Okay, now it doesn't connote poverty. Okay, it doesn't connote poverty. He just said that we are not in a position to give you money because what you need is no money. You think you've been begging for money for so long, but what you need is no money. He says, silver and gold have I none, but what I, uh, what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And it goes to the next verse. Bible says that, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, lifted the sick person up. Bible says that immediately his feet and ankle, ankle bones received strength. Okay, immediately because the contact of the man of God lifted him and something happened. Okay, so it's a contact. Now, the second way of having contact is through the, I, 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 I like this one. In the book of Mark chapter 6 verse 13. It's, it should be Mark chapter 6 verse 13. Let's all read it together. Let's go. Amen. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. How did they, how did they heal them? They anointed with oil. Say oil. Oil. Say oil. Oil. There's something about the oil. The Bible says that if anyone is sick, let them call on the elders of the church in James chapter 5 verse 14. And then when they come in, they they will anoint the sick with oil. Okay, so there's something about oil. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So there's something about oil, not any oil, not cooking oil, okay? Not cooking of. Uh, please let's 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 make it clear, not cooking oil or any any oil, but oil for the purposes of anointing, which has come into contact with the man of God or the servants of God like you. You've prayed over it and apply it, all right? Now, maybe you, you never know. Maybe you are you, you're critical. You never had any oil by your sister or your auntie or your mother or your mother-in-law brought you, you know, food, especially if she is African with, you know, some of their food, the oil will be swimming on top like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Africans and oil is amazing. It will be swimming, especially where I come from. Woo! Okay, let me leave it. So, so there are times, in fact, even just the the... sometimes the ingredients they use in cooking, the ingredients are oil producing ingredients. So by the time you finish cooking you didn't put oil in, but oil. (laughs) And you need a special ladle to scoop it. So now in case of emergency you need oil, but the oil you didn't have somebody to come on your food, you can scoop some in the name of Jesus. Yes. Just scoop some, put it aside, probe it, and apply it on there. The, make sure that you enter the ice. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah! Yeah. So they anointed with oil. Then number three thing, there are three uh, contacts that makes uh, in uh, objects. Say objects. objects. So they don't have to be physical objects. Uh, sorry, they don't have to be like living objects. Inanimate objects, just objects. A, t- a typical example is in Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and verse 12. The Bible said, God wrought mighty miracles by the hand of Paul. Say the hand of Paul. the hand of Paul. you see contact hand? The man's hand. God did it by took somebody's hand. See, God, 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 verse 12. Sorry, verse 11. God wrought mighty and God worked unusual miracles by the hand of, hands of Paul. Now, the verse 12 says that, so that even handkerchiefs, or aprons, this is not only aprons, were brought from his body to the sick. And what? The diseases left them and the, devil, the, and the evil spirits went out of them. So it, that, that, that's why I'm saying somebody uses a handkerchief or uses a towel and you go and use it, you may contract that sickness the person may have. All right. So in the same way, are the anointing is transferable in that sense. So that Because the thing was on his body. I'm going to say something, I've never said this here before. Sometimes, that's how I grew up in my spiritual life, and I contact, I, 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 I tapped into all and I still do it. I still do it. Oh, and I thank God, This, then the church I was telling you about, my friend's church, when the bishop comes, as soon as they close the service and go, you see people go and kneel down in his chair, or some go and sit on the chair. And just tap, because see the anointing can affect inanimate objects. It can affect in you know, so sometimes maybe we are even just doing ordinary service here or training, and then somebody has come and sit on the black chair because of who sits there. Yeah, yeah, See, sometimes people don't understand spiritual things. People don't understand spiritual things. I remember the first time I sat in the bishop's car. He'll be sure a of God, and I, I prayed throughout the seat I was sitting in. Oh God, you yeah, know, I knew what it meant. I remember me and my friends. Sometimes you see the man of God, and, you know, you can't do it here because most of us are very polished. But if you are very hungry for the anointing, <laughs> blind Bartimaeus, he, he came to Jesus, met him in the marketplace, and he fell. No, not blind Bartimaeus, Jairus. Bible says he fell on the floor, and the floor, he said, "Master, come home." I saw one day we were in town, we saw a great man of God, his car was passing, that time we were young boys. His car was passing. We said, oh Lord, we received that anointing that is upon him in town. Did it work for us? Yes. Yes. It worked for us. All the three of us, we did that. One is regularly on TV casting devils. (laughs) Up to now, in London, the guy is serious devil chaser and caster. And I'm also teaching yeah. <laughs> and casting some out. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so inanimate objects, handkerchiefs left. So that's why tomorrow we are going to have, if you, if you can bring handkerchief, bring some. Let's get some contact. If I were you in a time when anointing moves, afterwards I come to the altar, tap into some things, or the seats that the servant of God tap into it. It works. It works. Sometimes we get so naturalized or 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 mundane or oh, carnal. Or oh, possibly we get so intellectual. No, my wife. For this reason, many of you are sick and die because we use natural mind to interpret spiritual truth and realities you saw how they did they, they treated jesus most of them didn't see the point but there was a spirit even judas who betrayed him later on realized that this thing is more than i thought physically when they after the if, if you saw the movie after it turned dead, the soldiers began to run they realized that there's something strange because this is not ordinary. So sometimes we just, we just judge things with our ordinary minds and think, think through things ordinarily until we realize how much injustice we've done to ourselves. Inanimate objects, anointing, can bring healing. Say, I'm healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Huh. That is laying out of hands or contact, contact physical contact. That's, so we get healing, we tap into the healing through physical contact. Now quickly, number two, we tap into healing eyes, Jesus. I don't want to mention it. Sometimes I want you to find out from the scriptures yourself. Go to Acts chapter 14. Acts chapter 14. I want you to, I want, I want us to do some comprehension lessons here or grammar. We, we, we <laughs> We're going to read this text and then you tell me, I'll ask you a question. Tell me how this person was healed. In, in Acts chapter 14, Acts chapter 14 from verse eight, and in Lystra a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. Verse nine, this man heard Paul speaking. Let's all say heard Paul speaking say it again please this man heard paul speaking paul observing him intensely and seeing that he had what faith. he had faith to be healed said with a loud voice stand up straight on your feet and he leaped and walked what what did paul notice about the man faith. what did he notice faith. bible says that paul observing uh, 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 and the man, uh, paused, uh, he observing him intently, that he had faith to be healed. Think about it. Wait. What did he have? Faith Ah. So what triggered his healing? Faith. faith. There could have been someone else who was sitting there who was sick, but he didn't get healed. Do you know why? What's the difference? Or what would be the difference between that person and this one? No faith. See, the thing was not based on Paul. It was based on the one who was hearing and what the person had. Okay, so number number two, how do we tap into this supernatural healing, divine healing? Faith. Say faith. faith. That is so crucial. Actually, faith encompasses everything. So long as healing is concerned, faith to be healed. It takes faith to receive healing because sometimes you believe you have an encounter with God, you believe something has happened, but the devil tells you, No, 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 it's not right. Look, look your length. Look, lock your lying. And then you begin to, hey, this thing is actually getting worse. I thought I was healed. It's getting what the devil is showing you what, what you shouldn't be seeing. It's showing you something. If you don't take care, if you don't have faith, you overemphasize and focus on the negative. And then you endorse it more. Oh, that this thing doesn't really work. I think I am about to die. The doctor said, You have to cut my leg, amputate me. The devil is a liar. So the man had faith to be healed. That there is faith for healing. Okay. Mark chapter chapter 5, verse 34. In Mark chapter 5, verse 34, this is Jesus who was talking. What did he say? He said, and and he said to her, Daughter, what? Your faith. Let's read it. Let's, let's, let's read it. Let's go. And he said to her, daughter, daughter your, faith your faith has made you well. Uh, uh, okay, it's okay. Daughter. Your faith has made you well. Daughter. Your faith has made you well. Turn to somebody and tell the person, son or daughter. If it's a woman, say daughter. If it's a woman, say, son, your faith will make you well. Will make you well. Say, say to the person, your faith will make you well. Look for somebody else and tell the person, daughter or son, your faith will make you well. Did you get that? What makes people well? What makes people well? Faith. Faith is a common currency that in the kingdom, if you have it, you will enjoy life. Do you know why? Because just let's just restrict it to healing. Faith makes well. If it didn't say healing evangelist makes well, all those healing evangelists they are also means, as I said, contact. Okay, so we are we are not trivializing the grace upon their life. It didn't say um, David entry makes you well. The anointing is on me, but he didn't say I make you well. Jesus carried the anointing, but He says, "Told the woman, your faith." Oh, no. Look at Mark chapter ten, verse fifty-two. Look at it again. Mark chapter 10, verse 52. Another one. This one, this man was blind. He was born blind to the extent that he was called blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus. When you see him, he is he, he, I mean, he is he is is the, the, the exact replica or is the epitome of blindness. You know what blinded me. So if anybody wants to describe anything regarding blindness, he said, Oh, these people, their minds are as blind as Bartimaeus. The guy was the reflection, uh, an accurate reflection of blindness that that he became blind, he became blind but Timaeus. (laughs) Did you see that? And Jesus, this man shouted and was making noise in town. Because Jesus was coming, he said, I need to get my healing. Sometimes when you want to make noise for your miracle from God, people will look down on you because you see, what will be a miracle for somebody may not be anything for somebody. So if you look at how others are being cool, Okay. Now, maybe your own, your sickness is is, is, is critical. Is, I mean, it's as a, an alarming level. Okay. Or your your sickness, doctor said we can't help you. But this one, they just said, oh, don't worry. Next week we will sort something. We are referring you. And this one, we've seen it several times to be okay. And this two of you, that one comes to church and we are the word is being preached. And person and you two instead of screaming and shouting and connecting, you are looking at the person because you're. You also do that, but you forget that your conditions are different. Your conditions are different. Do you understand that the, the conditions are different? It's like somebody who they are, uh, 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 the the company they are, uh, uh, the, maybe the boss was annoying them, and then some of the uh, some of the workers said, "No, we, we are we are not we are not come to work again. Take your job." And you are following them. Meanwhile, you do you don't know. You, now the person who will say, "I'm not coming to work again," his mom must go a factory. And you, 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 you are struggling, you don't have anything, and you are following them, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> There's a certain man of God who says this, he He said, what a shock. <laughs> don't follow people. And so blind Matthew said on to follow people, he started shouting, Jesus stopped for him, Jesus said, let him come. And when he came, he had Jesus asked him, what do you want? He said, that I may see. And then Jesus said, then Jesus said to him, let's read what Jesus said. Go your way. Your way, your faith has made you well. Did you see that? Jesus, Jesus said, He didn't say, I ah, made he said your faith has made you well. And what and, and immediately immediately at the spot. At the, see, when your faith says yes, Archbishop Bishop Idaosa said, When your faith says yes, God cannot say no. <laughs> he said, Jesus said, Go, brother, go. Your faith has taken care of you. And Bible says immediately, the man's sight was restored, and began to follow. He said, "I will go down. I will follow Jesus on this road." Though. Began following Jesus. So you see how faith is a major currency for your healing. In Matthew chapter nine verse twenty-two, is the same thing. Jesus said, "Your faith has made you whole." Matthew nine twenty-two. Now we have to go to the third point, which is so. The first one is uh, contacts or laying of hands or contact. Number two is faith. Number three is is hearing that is so important, particularly hearing of faith? Okay, so what I mean is hearing of faith. Is hearing of faith that that brings healing? Because Paul was preaching in Acts chapter fourteen, verse nine. Bible says that the man Paul uh, the, and there was a man listening to Paul. Acts chapter fourteen, and the man heard Paul speaking. Let's 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 do some. Um, uh, grammar here grammar we call exegesis the man what did the man do Pray. what did the man do Pray. what did paul do Speak. after the man heard bible what what we hear is okay paul was speaking but man heard him so let's say paul was speaking number 2 he observed okay so paul observed and saw that the man had faith to be healed. Then he said to the man, the man didn't do much. The man didn't do much. All he did first was he heard. He was hearing. And because he was hearing, something was activated in him. Do you understand that? Now, you want to be healed. You are believing God for healing. And what 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 is it that you are giving your ears to? Hey. What is it that you are giving your ears to? What is it that constantly, you have been, I've said this over and over, and I'll say it again, you are in hospital, or you are unwell, you've taken days off work, and you are staying home, for waiting to recuperate, and you are lying in the, uh, in, in, in the bed, and wa- watching movie upon movie, EastEnders, EastEnders Coronation Street, X Factor, <laughs> You know, you're just watching programs upon programs and actually w- w- embarrassing illnesses. And watching. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? So, watch this. As you watch, you are gazing your eyes on this and feeding your ears and feeding your system with junk that can help you. There are times you have to excuse yourself from what you hear. And change what you are hearing. It's, it needs, it's like medication. You don't say, med- who, who, how many of us eat medication? You say, mom, I'm going to have dinner. They come and see you in your house. You have all kinds <laughs> No, you don't do that. You only take medication for a season of for a certain purpose. In the same way, if you don't like medication, and because uh, Me, I don't like medication, and so I won't take it. And you have it all, you give it to your pilot, you will die. The same way, you are not well, instead of feeding your spirit, with the word of God, get preaching messages. Buy them. Messages. Here and here and here and here and here. And, and stop saying, ask for me. I don't know. I don't have faith at all. It's because of what you are hearing. The things you are feeding your ears with is what makes you not know faith. Because faith comes by hearing. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. How come you are not hearing and yet you want faith to come? How is it going to come? How many of us enter this room from this, from this? You can't. You can't come here from here, from the back, because there's no access. You can't come in. Now, you are expecting faith to come in, yet you have closed the front door. You put all kinds of decorations and wardrobe and everything. God, it broke the. And yet you say, faith will come. Faith, come. Wait, how is it going to come? The only way faith comes, in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, he says, faith, let's all read it together. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith to be healed. Get messages about healing. Read them. And sometimes you have to speak them for your own hearing. Speak them. Speak them. Don't shut up. Speak it. When them never kept quiet, he kept speaking. The problem is some of us believe too much in our specialists. You have the best specialists in UK, the best specialists in this, the best skin the, dermatologist, the best whatever, uh, what, the best this, the best gynaecologist in the, the whole of Europe. He's the one who takes care of me. You! <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that they have to assign the best to you? Because your situation is serious. <laughs> How does faith come? All right, so, secondly, the man heard Paul speaking, and because of that, he had faith to be healed. As I'm speaking, I see somebody's faith for healing coming up. <laughs> I see somebody's faith for healing coming up. Yeah. I see your faith for healing, healing coming up. Yeah. I see it rising. I see it rising yeah. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And it's not predicated on a man of God. It's predicated on, on your hearing of faith. Hear. Okay? Faith comes by. Hearing. Faith comes by. Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Mark chapter 4, verse 24, that's a very interesting text. Hmm. Did you see that? Mark chapter 4, verse 24. This is Jesus talking. What did he say? Be careful what you are hearing. said, so be careful what you are hearing. Take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. Sometimes, I, I like the story about Mary Magdalene. Sorry, Mary, the mother of Jesus. When he got pregnant, and the angel told, him, told her that you're he going to be pregnant with a son, without a man. You know what she did? The angel gave her a point of reference. She said, your cousin Elizabeth, who's been barren all her life, has in her old age conceived so when Mary heard the testimony of Elizabeth, because Elizabeth's situation was impossible, and yet God has done it, and that was her point of reference, do you know what? Bible says she left her house and went to be with Elizabeth because she went to the places where her faith will not be quenched because she knew that if you tell some people, they would say, ah, I forgot it. Maybe you are dreaming. Maybe you ate too much. You were hallucinating. forgot it. They will mock her, mock her, mock her. She began to even loathe what she's carrying. So she changed her immediate surroundings. She went and affiliated herself to Elizabeth. And she kept because obviously. So Bible went, when she got to Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth and greeted her. Bible said, Elizabeth said, when I heard the salutation of your voice, the baby in my womb left for joy. And then Mary opened her mouth. And that's when she sang the Magnificat. She began to say, Blessed. Uh, I said, um, uh, for he has, he has regarded the, uh, the lowly estate of his servant, holy is his name, and all that. Uh, in Luke in, in Luke chapter 1, verse 45, that was. And so that's when Mary started singing that song, because that tells you, that just gives us a little glimpse into the kind of dialogue and deliberations that were going among between them while she was with Elizabeth. And so the point here is that you have to be careful who you are listening to. You have to be careful what you hear. Do yeah. You know many marriages are broken down because somebody had the wrong person Somebody had the wrong person. Did you see what I, uh, did you know what I, see, I saw her saying? I saw her doing? Hey, ask for this your wife. Me, I don't know. Me, I can't marry. So that's why you are not the one married to her. Hey, ask for this your husband. Hey, did he do that? Hey, me, hey. hey he wants you to cook for her. Hey, she, he wants you to, to, to cook for him three times a day. Hey, me. My, I, when he comes, I tell him, your food is in the fridge. <laughs> You know, then you two, you are sitting there, mm. <laughs> ah, you have said it because he's taking me for a fool. Every time I cook for him, I serve him. I cook for him, I serve him. Now I've talked. Then your husband comes, said, Oh. And he wears my food, like the way you normally does, in the way that so, looks foolish in your ears. And he wears my food. And then you, you look at him and his waist and his protruding stomach, and he wears my food. And you two, you two say, your food, your food. It is in the fridge. Go and take your... <laughs> so, when he closes from work, because he doesn't joke with his food, he realizes that he doesn't have time to go and do this food, so he just goes with his friends to a restaurant, and he's eating. And he's eating. And he's eating because his stomach matters to him. Maybe the one who was telling you that her husband's stomach is not a problem. But you, your husband's stomach is his world. Ends up in a restaurant, sees this nice lady who treats him like a king. Like a king. So have you close? Oh wait, when you close, I'll give you a ride. By the time you realize your husband is now giving people a ride. And then you say, ah, it's because of what you had. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Jesus said, "Be careful what you hear." I didn't say it. Jesus said it. He said, "Take heed what you hear, because yeah. it can damage your life or can mend your life." So why don't you give yourself to sound word? You may not like the addressing. You may not like their mannerism. maybe they may not be as posh as you, your class of people are, but the, that sister has got a lot of scripture word in her mouth. Better get closer to her, and cut contact with some of those who are so sophisticated, but they don't have anything in their mouth to tell you. And you are dying, can't you see it? You are dying, sister. It's better you walk with people who are not your class and live, than to work with your class and die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah number 4 all right number 4 so what's number 1 how do you receive the Bible? number 1 contacts. contacts or laying on of hands number 2 faith, faith. number 3 Hearing. number 4 confession 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 it is the same principles the same mark chapter 5 verse 34 Mark chapter 5, verse 34. The same principles. The same. Mark chapter 5, verse 28. I'm sorry, let's go to 28. This is the woman, 34 is the woman Jesus told her. Jesus told, your faith has made you whole. Before Jesus said that, let's, saw, let's see where this thing started from. Okay, Now. Go to the verse before. Let's see if it can make some. Okay. When she heard. You see, see the hearing. Very right. interesting. That's even worse. She heard, she heard about Jesus. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garments. How did she come? She heard. All right. That's one. Watch this. Before she touched his garment, the Bible says, for she said. For what? Said. For what? So she, when you read the text very well, carefully, she actually did three things in general. But she did two. Uh, one was passive. The hearing was passive. Because she happened to be somewhere, possibly somebody was talking, and she was in Christian, whatever. So she heard, okay? She heard. Not that she went to listen. She heard. But after she heard, she did two things. She heard. She said to herself, and then she touched. And said Jesus, what did Jesus say? Verse 34, your faith has. What? what have I done? have not done anything. No, you had, uh, you said and touched. That's what Jesus said the faith. Okay, so she spoke. You are not speaking, you are only considering and meditating on what they have said, the doctors have said. It may be partially true. Because they don't have it all. in the, They don't have the total. The doctors usually, sometimes they even tell you, they are still not sure. They are investigating what's going on. Some people are here. Doctors have, have investigated and investigated still. They can't come out concisely. They can't make a, a concise diagnosis. They can't. And they keep. Well, this we haven't seen normally if it's like this, this, but this one has this one. He also has this. He has a tail like a snake and just a leg like a crocodile and a head like a uh, a snail and the eyes like a cat. You see, this kind of sickness some of us are dealing with. And so then you have to watch this. Find what God has said and what you have heard about Jesus. Begin to say it. What are you expecting? Why, did you, why are you sick and you're, oh, oh, not, I'm going to die, oh, oh. no, no, don't do that. Say by his stripes, I'm healed. Conte- uh, but, but Pastor, when I say it, it doesn't change the condition. It's your mind. That's your mind. That's your mind. Say it and expect that what you are saying will change what you experience. But if you say it and expect the otherwise, it doesn't work because your heart and your mouth must be in sync. Yeah. They must be in alignment. I see somebody being healed. Amen. Say it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Speak the word. Jesus said in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 23, He said that if you have faith, you shall say to this mountain, and the last part of that, I wish what I like, is it verse 22, Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Verse 22. Let's go to 23. 23. Verse 23. The last part of verse 23. Okay. But like the last part from the he. Can we read it together? Let's go. He will have he says. Okay. He will have what? what he, says. he will have what? what he says. So, what, if, what you are saying is, Jesus said, what you say is what you have. What you say is what you have. You have what you are saying, not what they are saying. The doctor said, I will die young. What are you also saying? The doctor said, as for me, if I get pregnant, I cannot give birth. What are you also saying? The doctor said, as for diabetes, it's very much in my blood, so we will all die by diabetes, diabetes. <laughs> what are you also saying? Yeah. The doctor said, the child I'm carrying is going to be disabled, or is going to be Down syndrome. What are you saying? <laughs> the doctor said, if I attempt to give birth, if I attempt to give birth the next one, my seven child, if I attempt because of my health condition, I would die. I can't carry this pregnant. What are you saying? He said that with the heart, man believes. And then with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And you are not saying anything. How can you be saved? You can only be saved based on what you are saying, which you believe in your heart already. Don't say, it's in the heart. God understands my heart. Okay, you will die in your heart. How how would anybody know what's in your... Your your suffering is in your heart. (laughs) My suffering is in my heart. God understands. No. No. So if your suffering is not in your heart and it's on your head, it's physically outside, then you to speak it. Bible says, Romans 10.10, it says that for with the heart... Man believes, and with the mouth, confession, 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 confession is made, resulting in salvation. Shut up, healed. healed. Shut up, healed. healed? healed. Shut up, healed. Finally, meditating on God's word. Not every scripture I mean. But look for healing scriptures if you are believing God for healing. Look for prosperity scriptures if you are looking, believing God for prosperity. Look for marriage, scriptures about marriage if you are looking, believing God for marriage. Look for scriptures about career. If you are believing God for, look for scriptures about peace of mind. If you are believing God for peace. So whatever you are believing God for, get into the seed bag. Grab a seed for yourself. And guys, watch this, watch this. And begin to meditate. What is meditation? Meditation is focused thinking. Okay? Focused thinking. So you focus your mind on it. And keep thinking about it. And keep thinking about it. And it's on your mind. It's kind of you are preoccupied. You are preoccupied, not with your worries, but with God. what God is saying about your condition. What, which devil can take your miracle from you? I see someone being healed. Amen. I see someone being healed. Amen. In the book of Proverbs chapter Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22, the Bible says that, My son, give attention to my words. My words. Incline your ears. To my saying, verse 21, do not let them depart from where? Your eyes. Okay? Keep them in the midst of your heart. It's the thing is always on your mind. You see, you're thinking about, keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? For they are life to those who find, and what? Hell to their flesh. Hell. This word, let the word stay on your mind. Let the word stay in your heart. Think about it. Keep your eye on God's word. The Bible says that in Psalm 107, verse 20, he sent his word and healed them. He sent his word. He sent his word. There's healing in the word which you meditate and focus on. And deliver them from all, from, from their distraction. I see deliverance coming to somebody. I see deliverance coming to somebody. So please, don't, don't, don't loan or outsource your healing to a special agent. Or a special anointed man of God. What if that day he's really down and he's really. Maybe he's even missed God? What if the man of God doesn't show up? If he doesn't show up, my sister, each one for himself. (laughs) We are going to pray. Prayer is an act of speaking out the word of God which you have heard. Has somebody got faith to be healed? Has somebody been healed? Right now, somebody has been, I'm telling you, somebody has been healed. That blood has stopped. Just stopped now. Stopped. (laughs) Bible said that, and the blood dried up immediately. Jesus said, uh, woman, you are whole, you are healed. Jesus, she touched, no, she touched Jesus Christ, and because of her faith, that blood dried out. <laughs> it stopped, 12 years of bleeding, stopped. <laughs> in an instant. I see it happening to you. Yeah, yeah. Because Jesus said, uh, your, uh, uh, blind Bartimaeus." Jesus said to blind Bartimaeus in Mark chapter 10, verse 52, 52, he says that, your faith has made you whole. The Bible said, immediately, she, he received his sight. Immediately, he received his sight. You are going to pray because God is your healer. You are going to pray and lift up your voice and begin to declare that you are healed. Bible says, by his stripes we are healed. 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 We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Andrew, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at charis.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Karis Ministries. Stay blessed.